called this is christine day and she is a palladian ambassador as and is that how you would identify yourself or would you say like would you say you're a palladian palladian channel channeler or more like an intuitive or i have embodied my full palladian aspect um 26 years ago um and so i hold my full palladian energy in this physical form so i it's not about channeling i just am um i have my palladian family of light i'm connected to the galactic community i work very closely with a lot of the energies because i'm just part of the oneness with mother mary the christ energy buddha um all the angelic realms so i'm very interconnected just to the oneness and to all the life force groups that are part of that oneness within our resident universe Okay. Uh, I am known as the Pleiadian ambassador mainly because part of my mission is to bring understanding, clarity to humanity for self-empowerment. So people understand what's going on. And with that clarity, you can actually be self-empowered and take steps to, towards your own awakening. And to understand what this process is all about is so important to really take the mystery away for it, from it. So the Pleiadians work through me, they bring the information, the understanding, they bring the light initiations, that uh, their transmissions of light that actually realign people to their own light energy, their own sacred component. None of us are from planet Earth. We none of us originated here. We are all off planet. We have our family of origins off planet that is supporting us now in our awakening. And the Pleiadians are working part as of a universal team. So, you know, their transition transmissions are not just for other Pleiadian uh, um, people who have a Pleiadian aspect, but for all life force groups in the universe. So it's really, I think, important for people to understand that and the really important role that the Pleiadians are uh, really taking on our earth plane alongside the community the universal community so their main role is bringing that information clarity understanding and the light initiations and then they work with the other life force groups okay so something that i have thought about a lot is um like what what like why what's what like why does a palladian want to help a human like why why does a human need a palladian support or any other light being for that uh, matter you know oh. Ultimately, we as human beings are the ones that are going to reorientate Earth into a higher consciousness form. Those of us in physical bodies, like I am having my human experience, I have my full Pleiadian aspect, I'm very awake and connected, but I still have my humanness. Um, so there's, there's so many of us on the Earth plane in human bodies that have come here to open up a new order of light and establish it here on earth. And we as human beings, the only ones that can consciously create a higher balance of consciousness on earth. The Pleiadians can come and support all of the light beings, the masters, the angels can be here on a supportive level, but we have to be the ones to create the activations. And so that's, one of the pieces that are that's really important for people to hear and understand what's in it for the pleiadians what's in it for all the light beings all the galactic life force groups that are here on the planet right now helping 
You see, we are part of this resident universe. We are the last planet in the universe to come into a higher dimensional realm, to be in the fourth, fifth, sixth dimensional consciousness, seventh, eighth dimensional consciousness. We are still operating under the third dimensional illusion and the drama. Right. In this lifetime, your lifetime, my lifetime, we are going to transform as a planet and move into a fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth dimensional planet. We're going to come back into the universe and play our full role in the universe because up to this point, we haven't. Right now, since the conjunction December 21st, when the age of Aquarius was heralded in and activated on Earth, that was when it was formally opened up and activated. The magnetic core of Earth is, is now resonating exactly the same as the resident universe for the very first time. It's like a heartbeat of light from our magnetic core going outwards, and we are starting to be aligned with the rest of the universe for the very first time. All of these life force groups in this resident universe are helping because our universe is waiting for us to join the community so we can ascend as a universe into the God seat of power. Okay. God seat of power is the overseer of the energy of this resident universe. And until Earth resonates differently, and it's beginning to, then we cannot as a universe. So it's kind of like a, a I rise, you rise. Like like if, if I help you, why help me? Like like it's it's like like we're all being helped by helping well, Earth. That too, but there's also another increment. The all these life force groups, including the Pleiadians, are living in incarnation. They're not in spirit form. Part their mission for this lifetime is to help Earth rise up <laughs> into this consciousness state. So then how do you perceive um, dimensions like, uh, you know, third, fourth, fifth, like, and do you think in our lifetime, it's going to be an actual physical, like we go from being physical 3D into being into like the 5D, like, do you see it physically happening? It's going to happen. The Pleiadians have shown me very clearly how it's going to happen. And it's going to happen in my lifetime. When it does happen, we will all live a lot longer, those of us who are still in physical bodies, because we have been given a crystalline structure. That happened on 11-11-11. And on 12-12-12, that crystalline structure, structure was switched on for those of us who were awake, who are on the path. That allows us to embody the full frequency of our sacred light, of our, of our higher selves and be in this physical body awake. We do not have to die in this lifetime to remember who we are and to fully engage into our multidimensionality. You see, we're multidimensional beings having a human experience. Yeah. And, and so we come back into that remembering. It's not that we have to change anything about our humanness. You see, the big lie was in order for us to become enlightened, we had to become perfect in our humanity. The Pleiadians say we're perfectly imperfect in our humanity. There's nothing we have to change about our humanness in order to become enlightened right now. 
to re-engage with our sacred nature, which is fully intact just beyond the veil. I am to remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just a reconnection, a reunion, realignment. And so but how do you but you know I feel like I feel like a lot of people uh, I feel like we have manipulation I feel like we have other forces particularly with a lot of people who are super sewer poor asleep and have never had anything to that which is fine but I feel like they're not even being able they're not even being gifted the space to to not self-reflect but they're not supposed to be okay you see, we are the ones, those of us who are awake, yourself, me, many, many others, we are the ones who said yes to walking the path and awakening ourselves. There's another group of human beings that said yes to being here on the planet, but not to go through the path. It'll be in a moment the Pleiadians say, like awakening from a dream. It's like they would just simply awaken and remember who they are and assume their sacred nature. That is going to take place. That's the second phase of the awakening of planet Earth. We on the path will be the first to resurrect ourselves and to realign as the energies shift on the planet. And then the rest of the population will wake up, remember their sacredness, and they will just simply drop the need to control because that's not part of the sacred nature. Yeah, so it's like the hundredth monkey effect. Eventually, they'll it, it'll just it, it'll catch on for them. Not even that. It's much simpler than that. It's a natural remembering. They have chosen to awaken in a different way to you or my you or myself. Hmm. We are the ones who said we would go through and deal with the humanity and and make our way step by step, moving through a lot of you know need to trust and unfold. And so this is my role, is to bring this message out, to speak of it to as many people as possible so people start to understand what this dynamic is, to understand what this time's about. So that's real, that's self-empowerment because once you understand, once you have the clarity, then you can simply, the mystery's gone, you can simply step and start engaging with the sacred part of yourself. And the light initiations align you, are designed not to come into your body. They're designed to align you to reach for that part of your higher self component and make it easier for you to align and anchor it through the heart cells because it has to come in through the heart. That's our multidimensional tool. And then it anchors through the heart and then starts to move right through every cell of your body. I mean, I had this 26 years ago when I had my awakening with the Pleiadians. I didn't even believe in aliens or spaceships at that time. And, you know, I, I was out in nature walking and I turned a corner and there was this huge Pleiadian ship and my Pleiadian family walking towards me. What, what does a Pleiadian ship look like? like? Well, it's a huge, well, this one was a huge silver, it filled the meadow, it was enormous. And it was just this smooth silver kind of vehicle. And the Pleiadians, I would have run if I could, but what they did as the Pleiadians came out, they grabbed me telepathically and reminded me of my pre-agreement to be, um, reminded me of before I came onto this earth plane, my pre-agreement 
my family of light, my mission. And at the same time, my Pleiadian aspect just came right in. And it was like, I don't even remember getting home that day, but I was in bed for two months integrating this pure form of my Pleiadian aspect through my body. And it was a profound and intense time. I mean, I had a lot of, a lot of resistance um, about being Pleiadian. You know, it wasn't something I was familiar with, comfortable with. And then at a certain point, angels came down and said, <laughs> it still brings a lot of emotion up because, you know, they said, you know, you're, the, the Pleiadians are part of the God consciousness state. So what is the difference between angels and Palladians? Like, like sometimes I've heard people. Not living, kind of... They're not living in incarnation. Angels are in spirit form, like the light beings and the masters. Okay. So they are from the spiritual realms and they are not living in incarnation. Um, they are not in a physical body or a physical vehicle. But they are here on the planet to, of course, you know, the, the, the masters are working through many people, the light beings, the angels, the angelic realm, you know, they're from a different frequency. And it's the same as the dragons and the dwarves and the elves. They're also from the mystical kingdoms, you know. They're all playing a role. The unicorns, that, the, you know, the, the okay. magic. So I actually had a uni a physical unicorn that I saw in real life, like in March that tapped me on the shoulder. Yep. And I had a couple other people that two other people that were with me. I had a podcast about it. Um, we were at this like Atlantis portal in Columbia. And um, I started like once that happened to me, I realized that I've seen some fairies and uh, elves and a gnome before. And I was and I think a nymph. Anyway, I started thinking to myself, like, well, what is that? Because they're here. They're earthlings. They live on Earth, but they live on another. It's like there's a there is a in and there's multi-dimensional realms that exist simultaneous to our third dimensional um, realm here on planet Earth. So there is a lot of those living in the different dimensional realms within Earth itself. Some of them are living inside the Earth. Some of them mm -hmm. are on the Earth. Um, and we have many of them. We have a galactic receiving station here on our land in Grand Marais. So we have a tremendous number of those, um, those magical beings on the land working because we have these portals and a gateway uh, similar to Stonehenge. Mm -hmm. and, and so we have these, we, we can walk into these different dimensional settings that are not third dimension and interact with these beings um so we you know we have a lot of, of so what is the palladians are like the alien or okay are the palladians literally from the palladian star system like do they come yes. here all the time back and forth on ships or do they yes. are there a portion of them that are living on some sort of plane within earth well many of them are living like some of them are living in like in uluru in central australia there's a whole city there in mount shasta there's another big city there's different sites where the ships go in and where there are communities. There's also Pleiadian aspects like me. I whole, have my whole Pleiadian energy in this physical body, my, my awakened self. It's part of my higher self. And I work always in alignment with my Pleiadian family. So I'm in, sometimes in the ships. I'm living a simultaneous existence here 
So I'm in many other places doing other things as well as being here. That's so like in dream like, state, do you go up there or is it more like you can kind no, of no, meditate? No, no, no. I don't meditate. I just go. I, I don't oh. need to do any of that because I'm in my multidimensional um, higher self. That means I can multiplex as part of my natural abilities. I work with people all over the world simultaneously, thousands of people at a time. I'm aware of being here, doing this, doing that. That is part of my multidimensional, my multiplexing. We all have those gifts. And as you start to align to the sacred part of yourself, which is a part of your natural component, mm -hmm. then you start to realign to those natural gifts. And so it's a natural state of being. You know, that is where everyone will go and become that. So in I heard you talk about this and, I've, and, I, and I also heard a couple other people talk about the Uluru thing. Uh -huh. Yeah. And about the magic box and like how the, the Aborigines like tried it. Maybe, maybe, I don't know if I got the story right. I don't but know like, what a magic box is. So, uh, okay. Well, I, I think that's what they called the actual Uluru rock itself. Like it's the magic and it has some, and it was some sort of Palladian um, machinery or technology that had to be activated with a certain amount of people. Yeah. But just, yeah. I don't know what that is, but I went to Uluru for the first time. I've been invited to this co uh, cosmic conference in Uluru for about four years and I didn't go. And then all of a sudden I was told, you have to be there. So in 2020, in January, I went to the conference and presented there. But going to Uluru was, I, I came, I found a cave there that I was there with my Pleiadian group, my Pleiadian tribe opening up the gateway for the aboriginals to align to the dreaming their higher yeah. dimensional and we lived in that cave while the aboriginal elders orientated to the dreaming and so i returned to that place and went through a powerful uh transformation the palladian ships still are in uluru they're still working in that mold it's a multi-dimensional realm it appears physical. Yes, there's a physical rock there, but it's much more than that. And it's much bigger than the actual rock itself on a multidimensional level. It's, it's a whole vast land that is in the very center of Australia that transmits outwards and interacts with the stargates in Egypt to a lot of the pyramid forms, Machu Picchu, Chichen Itza, all the pyramid forms throughout the world through the crop circles so there's a tremendous network that's taking place and it's not just the Pleiadians they work with the Syrians with the Arcturians with a lot of the other life force groups in the universe there is a as I said a huge galactic team that are working in our resident universe a universal team they're working together to accommodate earth and get it ready for its transition and ultimately we in human bodies are the ones that will will launch earth so do you call them like the the galactic council or the galactic federation of light or well i'm part of the galactic council i'm on the galactic council i work with the federation of light i was guided um, to activate this galactic receiving station on this land it took seven years to activate 
And so we moved into the wilderness. That's where so we are. In Minnesota, this is where you have your, and you, and you offer retreats there. Is that right? We do. And we're not right now, but yes, we had retreats here. Um, people being initiated because people enter the portals. I get information, the Pleiadians, everyone comes in, they receive a silver disc with an initiation code on it. That's individual to each person. When they enter the portals, it's like a key to a door. It opens them up to their family of origin off planet. It's very powerful, very profound uh, initiations. Yeah. Very, very cool. So what what are these, um, like I, I've noticed you, you have courses. You have courses on uh, light language and on night, uh, on light initiations. Not so light language. The light language comes through people when they go into the new initiations. Okay. It's like reconnecting them to their higher self, a components of their higher self, which is part of their off-planet family. So they're reunited with their family of origin. They have pre-agreements with their family of origin at this time to support them in the relaunching of themselves, the relaunching of their sacredness. And that family of origin is there to support the individual in their evolution of their awakening. Hmm. Okay. So what do you, um, what, what's the Palladian sort of concept of consciousness and God? Like, do they think of it differently? No, no, there's the God seed of power that is um, aligning to this resonant universe. They, uh, see everybody as part of the God consciousness state. We all carry a unique individual divine signature within us that is no unlike, unlike anyone else in the universe. Our divine unique signature is needed for us to return to the whole. It's like huge mandala. And, and as we align, we start to light up our place in that mandala of that God consciousness state. Um, so they work with uh, realigning people into that God consciousness state for them to link into their unique divine signatures of God light. They give out sacred sounds so that when you make the sacred sound they give you, every cell in your body begins to transform. It starts to respond. Kind of like All cells or in your heart begin to almost light up, like turning on an electrical light switch. Okay. They also do a lot of initiations in the pineal and with the brain synapses and for through the spine and the spinal fluid. They work a lot with the spinal fluid because that's where the Godhead energy exists, your unique Godhead energy, mine. And it's part of your awakening into your multidimensional gifts of self-healing and self-manifestation. So you know, they do all sorts of different initiations for those who are ready. So how, how long do they live? Oh, thousands of years. Okay. All right. I, and... I'm still in an incarnation. Pleiadian part of me, my Pleiadian aspect that's in me here, my it's energy, my energy of my Pleiadian aspect has, I'm still living the incarnation that I left to come here to be born into this human form and okay. you know so it's still i'm still operating from that lifetime yeah it's funny you say that because i have 
I have like a connection to like a giant lion being and the, and also a, I don't know if they're Syrian or what they are. I don't know the names of what these things are, but like I have memories as if I am these things. And well, sometimes like I wonder. Say, but don't say as if Nikki, you are those things. I, you yeah. Or I know I have been those, but sometimes I feel like I still am them. Like I, you I, are, I, you I, are still them. Yeah. You are still them. You, you see you, you're multiplexing. This is a multi-dimensional aspect of your multiplex sacred self. And you can operate here and you can operate there. And all of those energies, that consciousness of those beings are more advanced than your human self here. So as you start to embrace them and gather them back, it's like gathering yourself back. Right. And their energies can come into your crystalline structure. So you bring knowing, knowledge, sacred knowledge of yourself, the clarity, truth, love, a higher frequency of love that is really needed here. So I carry the frequency of this higher love. And that's part mm. of my work. The energy comes through my voice, through my eyes, my hands. And then and that love touches individuals it's a it's a piece like i can work i sometimes work in a theater with two thousand people for an hour and a half and everyone in the theater feels touched on a very unique individual way and it's the love that comes out towards them for them to really be able to receive and remember it's all about remembering yeah, I think that that's awesome. I, and I, like I, like I started having remembering in 2012 and it's, but it's been very slow for me. I, I feel like you're lucky that you got it like in an amazing jolt of like, yeah, <laughs> that's really cool. my life for sure. A lot of people left my life at that time and then new people came in. A lot of people could not cope with who I became overnight. And, you know, but what I would say to you, Nikki is, you only need to just let go. And there's a part of your ego mind that wants to hang on. But what's key here, and this is another thing that I love what the Pleiadians do. They teach you how to work with the human part of yourself so that your human self benefits because it's not about your ego mind not being in your life. You have to have your ego and your human part to be in this physical body. Yeah. So it's about loving your humanity, loving your idiosyncrasies, not judging all that, you know, not trying to get it right or do it perfectly, but just really loving your imperfection. And what I say to my human self, just for example, you know, I don't use a calculator. I, I add up fig, fig, the figures like I'm doing my taxes. I add them up and use my mind and allow my ego mind to do that. That way my ego mind feels valid, loved, Useful. important, yeah. cherished. And I do a lot of channeling, a lot of stuff, you know, I'm bringing in information and doing a lot of programming. And so my mind, my ego, I say, okay, later I'm going to need you to help me pack, make some shopping lists, do this. So I start to have this new relationship with my humanity. And I hold my human self with a lot of love and compassion 
and patience. And my human part starts to has really thrived because it's received the unconditional love from my Pleiadian aspect. So that that there's it's got to be a balance. You can't leave your human part behind. And when it feels secure, knowing it's not going to be left behind, then you can move ahead into your sacred multidimensional self. It'll be much easier to do it then. I like that. I do. Um, okay, so like, what 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 do you think? Um, how do you how do you kind of see things going in the future? Like, do you see like do you get kind of pockets of like premonition or is it more just like you have a feeling that you know you know that there we're going to shift some in your lifetime but then is it is it going to be like steps or do you and i know you said some people will have it like overnight but like That's, these are the masses who are unconscious who is what i would call from the street they're the people who <laughs> are not you know not on a conscious path right and they're not supposed to do it any differently than that they're just supposed to be in the drama, having their experiences of third dimension and all the upheaval and, you know, the fear and the struggle and the, you know, feeling small and insignificant. They're not done with that experience yet. That's okay. And there's nothing wrong with that experience, by the way. It's just an experience. Mm -hmm. And then there's those of us who consciously choose to do it differently. We're consciously, no, number one, we know that yes, we have a human component, but we also have the sacred part of ourselves. And, it, and it's about, you know, one moment of choosing to just let go and be in your heart. This is your multidimensional tool, your heart space. Bringing your awareness there and just taking a breath into your heart. When you do that and just let go of everything else, just for one moment, doesn't have to be for an hour, doesn't have to be for 10 minutes. Every cell in your body begins to change. It starts to respond to you choosing to come into your heart, into the oneness, the sacredness of yourself, coming home. As the Pleiadians say, you are who you've been waiting for. We've really been waiting for the sacred, multidimensional part of ourselves that is right there waiting for us to reach for that. We reach for it within the heart space. This is our multidimensional tool. This is where you start to regather yourself and come home to yourself. It's a very simple process. So you move your energy from your ego mind that's thinking, 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 the misperception, the misunderstanding of the ego mind, down to the heart where there is stillness, truth, knowing and understanding so that it moves you into a space of unlimited potential and possibilities one moment at a time you connect maybe one moment a day but it's accumulative so you start to build the the energy and the muscle of your own sacred heart and you move it from here which is ego mind down into this is fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth dimensional. This is third dimension where you believe in the lack, you feel small, you have fear, struggle, not understanding, confusion, 
all of those things are ego mind, third dimension. And you have moments in your heart where you move out of that third dimensional experience. Maybe for a moment you feel, oh my gosh, you know, I'm not by myself. I'm actually interconnected to everything. You may have just that moment and that links and anchors through the cells of your body. That never leaves you. You always have that. You, because there's no such thing as time, you can come back to that moment and re-experience it again or even experience more of it because it's an unlimited energy of experience within that oneness. I love so, that. That's beautiful. It's like it's like the dimensions are within you too. I like are multidimensional beings. We yeah. are multidimensional. It's true. So um, when they, what, uh, the crystalline <coughs> DNA, or even, even like, let's talk about physical crystals. Like how, how does this, like, do you have any thoughts on how that actually works? <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, sorry. Yes, I <coughs> went down the wrong way. Oh, is it? <coughs> okay. I own probably 400 crystals. I saw some of your videos with you and you have amazing, massive, beautiful crystals. Yes. And I was guided to start buying them years ago, maybe 20 years ago. And the Pleiadians have, have really taught me um, how to place them in a strategic position with each other that creates these incredible openings and vortexes where a lot of my students transform. So they enter the vortex, they learn how to enter the energetic vortex and they open into transformation of reconnection to themselves. It's all about that reconnection to themselves, that they are self-empowered and taught how to do that. Because the crystals hold a consciousness, they also create when they're put in certain configurations different vortex entry points so you can travel time travel you can you know you can interact they are like tuning forks so pretend you're a radio set and you have to turn the knob to, to tune yourself in the crystals do are the tuning forks for you they will work with you. All you need to do is let your awareness open towards them. And then they will, they bring the gifts that they're meant, they're working crystals. Yeah. They, you know, there's crystals in the earth. There's crystals. Oh, there. I'm a miner. I like, I like go get crystals. Like I mine crystals. I, I went last Thursday and I came back with like a thousand crystals. Like I love my crystals. So I, I hear you. I definitely, yeah. and they have, and you're, you're so right. They do have a consciousness and they even have, some of them have their own personality. It's well, they definitely have their personalities. And some crystals are meant for some people. And there's definitely crystals that are predestined to work with individuals. There are crystals that are not yours that you shouldn't even own, that should be, you know, passed mm -hmm. along. Like we rotate them out of here. Yes, I, I worked in Brazil for 20 years. So I would always be buying crystals on my working trips and then bringing them home and creating 
I didn't understand what I was creating, but I was creating this incredible, it's part, the crystals are part of the galactic receiving station mm. on the on this whole property. And the receiving station goes a mile out into the water. And at the edge of the receiving station is this huge Lemurian city. So we, are, we have the Lemurians coming up on our beach from that city and we interact with them. Sometimes we go into the city um, because we can, um, through the Stonehenge-like place we have here that allows us to travel. So, you know, we've got this, the crystals play a, an incredible role and they are supportive for anybody to have. Even if you don't know about crystals, go into a crystal store and you'll pick one up and one may make you feel incredibly happy or it may be dead. And that means that's not your crystal, you put it back down but find a crystal that is can work, that is really for you. And you bring your awareness into the crystal and just take a breath into it. And you start to work with it and it starts to, it can clear some of your heavy energies, you know, old belief systems or fear or sadness or grief. It can also open up the energetic centers in your body, open up your energetic field. I mean, they are amazing to work with. And then how do you how do you see it within the DNA structure? Well, the Pleiadians work with the DNA. The DNA is currently um, undergoing a, a repositioning. Since we had the conjunction, the grand conjunction on the 21st of December and moved into the age of Aquarius, there's been a new framework of light birth on Earth. It's like a new order of light has been established on Earth. The crystals are reflecting that energy, but it's also reflected our DNA strands have been repositioned. So, which means that we are moving into a different orientation of realignment to the sacred that we are. The DNA strands are slowly being repositioned back to where we reopen into our power and you know, we're being given individually a freedom to choose our own reality right now. Um, and that's part of the DNA repositioning. We're returning to a place of knowing rather than thinking. The knowing is here in the heart. And our heart cells has also undergone transformation during the, new, the birthing of this new framework that's come onto earth since the 21st of December. So, so do you, you still think it's very important to have to raise our vibration and do you have tools or anything that you can suggest people do real quick? You know, for that? You know what, you know, raising your vibration is a very yeah. old way of thinking. It's about reconnection to the sacred and automatically you embody your own light. <laughs> right. That's the way to go. And, and really that, you know, crystals really support aligning to that sacred um, aspect of yourself that's that's separate right now from many of pe many people but you can choose to consciously move through the veil and realign to the sacred part of yourself you see this is the time for us to choose differently our conscious choice is everything this is why the, the pleiadians are saying we have a freedom now to choose our own reality that means we can go into our multidimensional aspect. I choose to align to my sacred nature. I connect into my heart. 
because this is where the energy of my higher self can come in. I align to that. I bring my awareness to feel my warmth of my hands, the pressure of my hands. I use what the Pleiadians call the conscious breath, which is a breath in and out the mouth. Just <sighs> now that conscious breath bypasses the ego mind. Yeah. And it says, yes, I'm willing to let go. And yes, I'm willing to receive my light. So every time you take that conscious breath, maybe once an hour, you start to, that conscious breath allows you to start consciously realigning to the higher self into your own heart. You are choosing to birth yourself. We must be the ones to be birthing ourselves. We, you birth you. And, and this is part of the sacred component of the power that is being given back to us. It has been handed back to us through the opening and the DNA strands are reflecting that, that repositioning is of the DNA strands is making it easier for us to realign to our higher self. Beautiful, very, very beautiful. Well, Miss Christine, did you like, is there anything else that you wish I would have maybe asked you? You know, I think, I think there's one other piece, Nikki, that's very important right now for us all to remember. I mean, we have the COVID um, pandemic, which is many things. It's pushed us and realigned us and got us ready for the heralding of the age of Aquarius. It was always going to happen at this time. And there's a lot of people asking about the COVID vaccine. And I think this is an important piece because, you know, the ego mind gets so afraid. <laughs> and um, it, it goes into this overwhelm and this panic. And, and there's been a lot of that overwhelmed from the ego mind with the pandemic, with our lives changing, a lot of lockdown, a lot of people leaving the planet, which is was always going to happen at this time. And people aren't really dying. They're taking another step off planet to continue their journey. And we're staying on planet. But I want people to be aware that we have the COVID vaccine. The Pleiadians are saying it has a corruption in it. And so they were saying to me, you have to be courageous, we don't want you having the COVID vaccine. It is corrupt and it, it actually is corrupt in the DNA. It corrupts the DNA. But today, guess what? The plan said, okay, we're giving you a patterning that you're giving out to everybody. If they do the patterning, it will stop any effects of DNA. They can take the COVID vaccine and be protected. Hmm. So that's coming out by the end of January. But what the Pleiadians are saying, we had that piece, okay? So people can go and get the COVID vaccine and do the, do the program first. And then they, they do a 28-day program with the patterning and it protects the whole physical system and energetic system and doesn't allow those repensies, the corrupt area of the COVID vaccine to, to create problems in the system. Then there's... The next step is, this is the time for letting go. It's, it's really about letting go. And this is what the Pleiadians 
have been talking to a lot of my people about is the to let go into the unknown. It's not the unknown. When they talk about the unknown, they're talking about reconnecting to your higher self, to the sacred part of yourself. It's unfamiliar. Right. It's unfamiliar. It's unknown. But it's something that we all said yes to doing at this time. And it's so key to understand the power of you choosing to align now through the heart, like we talked about. And the letting go, there's a letting go energy the Pleiadians are transmitting actually right across the planet right now. And that letting go is to allow a shedding, a natural shedding of the density that we have been carrying as human beings, whether it's sadness or guilt or shame or whatever it is. There's, um, if you use that conscious breath in and out the mouth, there's a natural falling away, a shedding of old shells, of old limitations, old belief systems are just ready to peel away. And what they're saying is what's important for everyone to understand, you've all had your human journey. We all have a story. And the story is insignificant. It's quite meaningless, actually. But what they do want you to understand is every choice you've made, every decision you've made that has created an experience for you to learn and to grow. And there was no wrong decision ever that anyone made. It's impossible to make the wrong choice or make the wrong decision. Everything has led to a series of learning experiences. And so there is nothing you need to hold on to from the past. No regrets, no guilt, no shame. Everybody is on a stage having their experience. We have pre-agreements that we've come in to be with certain family members, um, friends that have given us. We've all played our roles out perfectly. So, and so we can't hold anything against anybody and nor can they ever hold anything against us. Nobody has done anything wrong. We've just played out our roles that we were always meant to play out. And what they're saying is people are holding on. They're holding on to the past. They're holding on to betrayal, um, mistakes. And none of those things are really true. In truth, they don't exist. And to, to let go and allow yourself to be free of those old judgments, that old self-condemnation. We've never been a victim, not one of us. Being a victim doesn't exist. And while you're holding on to being a victim, you're holding on to your story and it's impossible to heal. It's impossible. And I'm healing is being free, being free and light to enjoy the sacred component that we are and to enjoy your human self. The, 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 you know, the, the compassion for how our humanity must come from ourselves, not from anybody else. So there's no such thing as forgiveness. There's no need to forgive. Forgiveness is one of those illusions. We don't have to forgive. We have to have 
a self-resolution inside ourselves of, you know, our part in it, the part we played in a situation possibly with another. But it's not about the other person. It's always about us and learning about our humanity and our idiosyncrasies and our vulnerabilities and what part of us inside still needs that love and compassion. The little girl inside, the little boy inside. It's about reaching inside of ourselves. And the more we get to know our humanity, the more compassionate and patient we can be with ourselves. So really, it's really getting this is part focusing of our on self-love. Yeah. Well, self-acceptance is self-love. Yeah. Well, and I had I had another question about um some of these multidimensional beings like do, when they get into consciousness and they get into the like more collective and they're multidimensional are they and i actually do know that telepathy is coming and i do know that we have to learn how to already started it's already started yeah and i and i've definitely seen done some exercises with some friends i can feel it with my own self and i do know that you know, it's, it's time to clean up your thoughts in a lot of ways and like, stop, like, like, and the first person you, you know, clean up your thoughts towards is yourself. But, um, like when you're in this multidimensionality and you're Palladian and stuff, do they have, is it because of the telepathy, do they work more like hive mind or do they more work more individual mind? Okay. So I've been in that experience. I can talk from my direct experience of that. And, you know, initially before I went into that experience of that oneness and that one collective mind, the God consciousness state, mm -hmm. I, I had hesitation because I didn't want to lose myself. Yeah. I didn't want to lose my originality. Yeah. Yeah. And the Palladians would say, it's okay. You know, you'll be different to what you imagined. And it was very different to what I imagined. Because in that collective state of oneness, I was more original than I've ever been. My unique divine aspect became more magnified in that state of oneness. And so when you have that, that hive consciousness where we're all one, the individual patterns of the sacred merge and fit perfectly like in a jigsaw puzzle so and it's everyone, accepted you're you're individual you're just accepted everyone becomes more in that hive, hive consciousness that hive state mm. and then when you break away from that it's like everything is brighter everything is more if that's possible do they do they have any thoughts on artificial intelligence like on ai yes and and you know it's not a bad thing when it's not mismanaged right and um you know every every community and they're talking about the community of earth right now um every when they say community every community has its own learning curve with artificial intelligence. And we will also have ours. 
I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> well, very cool, Miss Christine. Very cool. Um, well, it's been a pleasure. So um, yeah, and so so tell us how people can find you. Oh, uh, www.christinedayonline.com. We have a lot of free stuff on the website too, which is great. I do a live Pleiadian broadcast every second month. It's free and it's a video broadcast. It help it allows you. You you we I give we I do a free light transmission from the Pleiadians. The latest information you get to go into the workroom with all the crystals, and I do a transmission directly from the galactic receiving station um, in that broadcast. So that's free. The um, COVID thing will be up free by the end of January. Cool. We also have other free material. Yeah, and I, I noticed you have a podcast. I've I've, I've definitely listened to your, are you are at least this these transmissions are also put within pod. I love podcasting. Um, and then you have a uh, is is the Palladium Promise? Is that a new book or? Well, the Palladium Promise is my last book, um, okay. and I've done. I have my three books. Um, it was finished I think around 2013 a very much ahead of its time it's really very accurate for now very helpful and it has 27 audio files in it so no this wow. one has 13 audio files in it so you read a chapter and then you download the audio files and listen to the audio file that relates to that chapter and you go into a totally amazing um, initiation and experience um, and so it's it's for this time it it really is for this awesome. time so that's something really amazing and all of the audio files are what I would call multi-dimensional people say what do you mean by that well the fact is that you can listen to it the first time and you have this it's all direct experience all right you have this um, this really experience really big experience of realignment and then you listen to it a second time and it's like you've never heard it before and you go into it you kind of springboard into something else because you're more because you listen to it the first time then you can go and listen to it the fourth fifth sixth every time you listen to it it has a, a high multi-dimensional component that keeps moving you and expanding you into your own multi-dimensionality mm -hmm. so it's really you know all the books have those audio files but this last one is called the Pleiadian promise because it talks about aspects of things that we haven't been given up to this point in time information that is revealed to support us at this juncture okay wow okay cool so and you and you also have courses that they can pay oh, for and take well we, we have online courses all video so I transmit with my voice my hands my eyes and, and they're eight one-hour classes. So you buy the eight classes, and again, they're all multidimensional, really incredible learning tools of self-mastery, of activating some of your multidimensional tools, working through the telepathic center, expanding the pineal, learning tools of how to work within your life for healing. And I mean, they're all very different. Um, activating other levels of the crystalline structure in your body and ready and to embody more of your higher self. Um, anyway, they, there's, they, there's some, are, there are ones that are three half hour processes, others are eight one hour classes. So there's a number of them. Yeah. 
Okay, awesome. So Christine Day online or dot com. Dot com. Okay, perfect. Okay, great. Well, um, yeah, and I'm totally looking forward to uh the vaccine thing because I I definitely have some uh fear around that, I would say. Yeah. Well, you do have some, but you know what? It's as easy as choosing to let go. Yeah. Because we're all being taken care of, but you're very wise to just put a halt on the COVID until you do the patterning. And it's actually up. It might even be up now. My partner's putting it up. I finished it this morning. So it'll be up in the free stuff if, if it's available. It should might even be, as I said, available today. But okay. it's 28-day process of... I've got, oh, it's just the most beautiful energy. There's nine individual little configuration patterns and you touch on the first one and then the second, the third, the fourth, you touch on all nine and you do, and, and you, can, you can, you have to spend a minimum of 30 seconds on them, but that's not very long. And you do that every day for 28 days. And so it changes the configuration. It also, I know this energetically because I'm still picking the energy up from this morning when I did it, is that it's also to support the enlightenment process right now. Um, well, and I definitely do believe that it's like we are more powerful than the tools that can be used against us if there was anything. So I, 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 like, I like that you're empowering people to strengthen their own oh, well, DNA before anything. Yeah. It has to be that. It's yeah. not only the DNA. It also works with your energetic field. To, mm -hmm. to anything the COVID, it does have, a, as I said, a corrupt element that is being neutralized by these patterns. So that's great. You know, and we want to make it free um, because it's a gift from the Pleiadians to humanity. Right. And that's a really important one. So that's great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's great. Thank you so much.